Welcome to the Private School Marketing Minute podcast, the weekly podcast teaching you how to get more students and keep more students enrolled in 10 minutes or less. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. My name is Nick, and I am the host of this podcast and of this episode. Hope you're having an awesome day. Summer is, in fact, in full swing, and it's been in full swing for probably four weeks or so now for most of us. Um, So I'm glad that you're here, still listening to the show. Uh, We're getting more and more plays on the podcast, which is awesome. So I appreciate you uh, sharing it. I've been hearing people saying that they're uh, sharing it with their colleagues and friends. Um, So I do appreciate that. And I'm grateful that you're here. So today we're going to look at something that's pretty important. It's the numbers. We're going to be looking at the numbers today. And uh, I'm not talking about my cell phone numbers, so you can calm down. I'm married. Uh, But we're going to be looking at the numbers for your marketing. So we're going to talk about a few of the main KPIs uh, that you should be looking at on a regular basis. And we're also going to talk about how you should use those numbers uh, to your benefit. So without further ado, let's just get right to the meat and the numbers. GA4, um, that's Google Analytics, the new Google Analytics, used to be Universal Analytics, uh, but that was sunsetted July officially, Um, so this month, the beginning, and now everybody's on GA4. So most of these numbers um, that we're going to be looking at you will be pulling from your Google Analytics, i.e. your GA4. So make sure that you have that set up and make sure that you're pretty well-versed in that platform so you can make the most out of this episode and uh, just your marketing in general. You can find a bunch of videos about it. Uh, People have been preparing for it for the last couple years, so there's certainly... Uh, no shortage of information on YouTube, uh, I would suggest that you would just go and check out one of those, maybe spend an hour or so uh, just looking at a couple videos and getting yourself a primer on it. The number one thing we're going to be talking about here, number one on the list, that is, is your website traffic sources. Now, you'd want to know uh, the sources, the platforms that are bringing the most traffic to your website. Of course, this is important because it lets you know how most people are showing up on your site. You can use this information to find out where you f- you should focus more of your attention and which of your marketing efforts are actually paying off. So if you see that your Google business profile is bringing in a significant amount of traffic, then you'd want to go on your Google business profile and make sure that everything is up to date. Make sure that you're posting on it regularly. Photos are updated. Uh hours of operation, contact information, all of that is good to go. Uh, And you're going to want to maintain that profile as well. So continue to post on it. Same thing goes for um, directory websites like Niche. Uh, If you see that that's driving a good amount of your traffic, of course, you'd want to make sure that you're getting as many reviews there as possible, all the information is updated, that sort of thing. Um, So your top website traffic sources. Your top sources for leads. Now, this is going to require a little bit of uh, setup in GA4. If it's not already done for you yet, uh, you're going to want to set up events and conversions within GA4 so you can track valuable actions. A valuable action would be 
anything that you deem valuable. It could be somebody clicking on an email. Uh, it could be somebody visiting a certain page. It could be somebody filling out a form. Make sure all of those valuable actions are tracked so you can then filter down and get more and more granular. When you look at your website traffic sources, you can then filter down that traffic to find out your top sources for leads. So you might see that your Google business profile brings you in the most traffic, but in fact, most of your leads come from niche. Now, this would be helpful information to know, of course, because you would uh, be able to see where you'd want to spend more of your time, uh, that being the stuff that's bringing the most leads. You could also find out a lot of information like how you can improve uh, those other sources. Why are they not turning into leads? Why are they just coming as traffic? Um, a lot of information that you can glean from that. So checking your top sources for leads will be beneficial to you. Next on the list is going to be your lead conversion rate. So this would be the amount of traffic that you get divided by the number of leads that you actually get at the end of the funnel. Uh, like we just talked about, your leads could be calls, form submissions, emails, uh, info requests, actual registrations, downloads, which would be like lead generation. Uh, if you've got like a PDF or an ebook on your site, tracking downloads of that, uh, it could be downloads of your podcast, that sort of thing. Um, so knowing your conversion rate is helpful because it helps you back into some of these numbers and do some math. So you can say, okay, I know that my every every 100 people that come to my website, I get one lead from it, my conversion rate. I'm sorry, I get five leads from it, and I get one conversion out of those five. So you know that every 100 people that come to your website, you actually end up getting one customer, one enrollment at the end of the day. With that information, you can kind of forecast and say, okay, if I get, I need to get 200 people to the site in order to get two new enrollments. And that will help you um, kind of prepare and budget and plan to to grow, basically. So you know, we need 10 new enrollments. Okay, we got to get at least 1,000 people to the website. How are we going to do that? That sort of thing. Uh, the next number you're going to want to be looking at is cost per lead. I think I've got 10 numbers here, maybe eight. Uh, it looks like I got about 10. So we're going to keep moving through these. Cost per lead. Um, if you are doing advertising, this is where this is an advertising number to look at uh, because we're actually talking about spending money. How much money you're spending to get a lead? Uh, that's what we're looking at here. If you can tell, I'm just restating the fact that I just that I just named it uh, lead, um, cost per lead, and I'm like, well, this is going to be about how much money you spend to get a lead. Um, if you're doing advertising, then this is that amount of money that you spent divided by the number of leads that you actually received from that source. Now, this is helpful to know because it lets you know how effective your marketing is, if it's actually turning into leads, if you're spending too much money per lead, which we're going to get to in just a bit, um, and just basically helps you understand at a quick level if your advertising and marketing is actually paying off. Um, the next number that rolls into this is going to be enrollment conversion rates, the amount of actual enrollments that you get. Uh, this is going to be the number of leads divided by the number of enrollments. So we just kind of talked about it just up above. You get 100 people to your site. 
You get five leads from those hundred people. You get one enrollment from those five. This is just all hypothetical numbers, of course. Years will be different, but it's obvious why it's important. Cost per enrollment. Again, an advertising number. So enrollment is kind of the end-all be-all for most schools. That's usually why they're doing advertising because they need to get new students in the door. Um, this would be like the sale for a business. Um, so you pretty much what you want to optimize around all the time. Uh, you want to be making sure that you, your cost per enrollment is as low as possible and you're getting as many of them as possible. Um, so you need to know your cost per enrollment number. Now, this gets into a little bit more of the uh, nitty-gritty, which will feed all of these numbers that we just talked about, and that is lifetime value as well as the next two that we're going to be talking about. So lifetime value is the average number of years that a student stays enrolled plus the um, average amount of tuition that a student will pay over the course of their tenure. I shouldn't say plus that number. It's looking at the amount of t amount of years a student is enrolled and how much money they're going to be spending in tuition over that time. So if it's five years on average and you have a ten thousand dollar tuition fee, your lifetime value for a student is fifty thousand dollars. Now this is going to be helpful to know because it will help you back into your profitability profitability per student, which will help you figure out your target cost per lead. Now it's necessary to know your targets because that will uh, help you figure out if the marketing and the advertising that you're doing is actually on par with leaving you profitable at the end of the day. So you may be surprised, probably 90% of the clients that I've worked with in the past, whether they're uh, in the education industry or in the arts and crafts industry and everything in between, they don't know their lifetime value, their target cost per lead, or their target cost per sale. Uh, so it's usually the first work that I do with people because it plays into all of these other areas that help us to know if what we're doing is actually turning into leads and if it's turning into enrollments and if it's turning into a profitable enrollment. Um, so your target cost per lead is the amount of money that you would be happy spending to receive a lead. Now, this number will back into your enrollment conversion rate, the percentage of actual leads that turn into conversions, uh, but we'll talk about that in just a bit too. So by knowing how much money you'd happily spend to receive a lead, you can then say, okay, if it costs us a hundred bucks to get a lead and we're happy with that because that leaves us profitable at the end of the day, then we can go out and spend $10,000 and receive 100 leads. I think that math lines up, right? Um, and we know that our enrollment conversion rate is 5%. Uh, every single, every 100 leads that we receive, we get five actual enrollments out of it. So you can see how knowing these numbers allows you to plan, forecast, and kind of prepare uh, for the growth that you want to achieve in any given time frame. Now, the last KPI that I have on this list is your target cost per enrollment. Now, this gets into the profitability 
of the neuroenrollment uh, and allows us to know how much you can afford to pay to actually get a new student. Now, when you're doing advertising, this is like the golden number because, you know, if your target cost per enrollment is $500 and one ad or one campaign is costing you $700 per enrollment, you know right off the bat that one's not working for you. It's actually costing you more money. So you need to either make adjustments to that campaign or you need to cut it out altogether. Um, this is super important for all of the obvious reasons. I don't need to beat a dead horse. But I think knowing these KPIs, of course, is a very foundational thing that will put a lot of your worries at ease because rather than just kind of uh, esoterically or anecdotally wondering if your advertising and your marketing is actually turning into new students and turning into profitable enrollments and or student retention, you'll be able to quickly look at any campaign or marketing effort and instantly know if it's actually working out or not. Right. So I hope this episode was helpful to you. If it was, or if it wasn't, just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Let me know. I'd love to talk to you about it. You can find that linked in the show notes below. I hope you have a wonderful week. Enjoy it. As always, I've been Nick and I'll see you next week. 